Why don't you lift your hands to the Most High God and begin to bless His holy name? Worship the King of Kings. Worship the Lord of Lords. Praise the Almighty God. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Give Him adoration. Bless Him because He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Magnify His holy name. Praise Him. Praise Him. Is God and God alone? Is greater than the greatest, higher than the highest, older than the oldest, richer than the richest? It's all in all. There's nothing he cannot do. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb, worthy, worthy is the Lamb, worthy, worthy is the Lamb,
the Holy One of Israel, the Most High God, the Almighty, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the ending, the one who is, the one who was, the one who is to come, the Almighty God, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the way, the truth, the life, the unchangeable changer, the one who can make the impossible possible, the one who can reverse the irreversible, the one who can make a way where there is no way before, the one who can bring something out of nothing. Glory be to your holy name. Accept our worship in Jesus' name. Tonight we are here just to praise you, Lord. Please accept our praise and accept us also. And Father, I pray that before the sun rises tomorrow, every one of us will have a new song to sing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Well, let somebody shout hallelujah. Shake hands with one or two people, prophesy to them and say, before the sun rises, you will sing a new song. And if you believe that, let me hear you shout a big hallelujah. Then you may please be seated, except those who are born in the month of June. If you are born in the month of June, let me hear you shout hallelujah. My Father, my God, I want to commit to you, you, your children who are born in the month of June. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for all you've done for them thus far. Now, my Father, my God, six is five plus. I'm asking that blessings that come from more than enough grace you will release to this your children. That everywhere they go, they will find exceeding favor, exceeding grace, exceeding open doors, exceeding breakthroughs, mighty testimonies, let it be well with them, Lord. And let their new year be better than the previous one. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Children of June, shout another hallelujah. You can please be seated. Then I want to pray for our children in the overcomers family. Uh, 
The overcomers family, they are the Shomolu children, those of you with headquarters in Shomolu. So if you are a member of the overcomers family, please stand on your feet. Father, I want to thank you for the children in the overcomers family. Even as their name implies, in every area of their lives, let them be overcomers. Everywhere they go, my Father and my God, let them win. Let them overcome. Let them be superior. I pray, Lord God Almighty, that if any of them is fighting any form of battle today, let their victory be now. And from this moment onward, each time I hear concerning them, let it be shouts of triumph. Stand by them. Support them. Strengthen them. Defend them. Make them true overcomers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Overcomers family shout a big hallelujah. By the grace of God, next month we'll be having our disciples' convention. And the theme this year is Born to be Great. That is Women in Glory, part seven, born to be great. Is there anybody here who is going to be great? Let me hear you shout a big, big hallelujah. I don't want you to take these proclamations lightly. I thank God for the testimony of uh, my brother, my son there Because last Sunday I said that uh, All my children Who are tenants Who end up as landlords It's not yet one week And one of them is already here Who is the next tenant Who will become a landlord It will interest you to know that some people got angry because I said that. He said, if everybody becomes a landlord, who will be tenants? I did this, everybody will be landlord. I said, my children. My children. And I said that my children who are already landlords will become estate owners. Whether the devil likes it or not, that is already settled. Then who will be tenants? Ah, there will be plenty of people in the world to rent from us. So if you want to be a landlord, become one of my children. It's very simple. Give your life to Jesus Christ and join me. And you, none of my children will die as tenants. 
Maybe you didn't hear me. I said none of my children will die as tenants. All right. Now, let's go over the great work that this, our children have done. It's fantastic. These boys are getting better and better and better each time. I look forward to the next time that these people will be ministering. I won't have time to go through everything they have said, but they've done so well. It's difficult now for me to even preach. Glory be to God. Maybe the next time they preach like this, I will just come and pray for you and we go home. It's a wonderful, wonderful preaching. Glory be to God. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause. Fantastic children. Fantastic. Fantastic. And they were not just preaching, just... You know, you, at times you listen to somebody for one hour on television and they won't even quote one Bible passage. Look at all these children. Passage upon passage upon passage upon passage. Oh, glory be to God. It shows that they are well taught. So my future is settled. Help me shout hallelujah to God. The choir, the first choir, was good. Very good. But since you know that the purpose of all these uh, people preaching is so that as your coach, I can point out one or two things that will make a difference between being good and being excellent, right? Yeah. The leader of the first choir sang beautifully. It's just that um, the pitch was a little too high. Um, it it, it makes the song sound peppery. Forgive me, you know, I'm a little bit of a musician. <laughs> and uh, ears taste music just as the tongue tastes food. When the pitch is too high, it sounds, it tastes peppery. So maybe if we had brought the key down a little, uh, and please you musician, help these people, and give them the key that is proper to their voice. Shall we say amen to that? Beautiful singing. And then the preacher came. And he did an excellent work. Taught us that we are created to praise God. We are chosen to praise God. We are to praise God at all times. Uh, Told us the reason why we should praise him. Because he made us. Because he's the almighty. And he proved to us that... It takes the humble to praise God. That the humble will be grateful, the grateful will be thankful, and the thankful will be praiseful. 
wonderful boy. And then he, he, he began to tell us about the benefits of praising God. If you praise him, he takes over your battle. If you praise him, he will come down to your rescue. And then he talks about the dangers of usurping God's praise. It could lead to debasement. It could lead to your soul being recalled before time. And then he went on to conclude that it's not everybody who is qualified to praise God. Beautiful, my son. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause for a job well done. Job well done. And then we move to zone two. Hmm, I think I would jump. I would jump zone two. Let me let me jump to zone three. Don't worry, I'm coming back to zone two. <laughs> let me go to zone three. And zone three, the choir, very good. Preacher, very good. And he made so many points. Uh, he told us that praise is deeper than thanksgiving. That God is God, whatever may be the situation. He made it clear to us that uh, we are created. All right. That we are created and chosen to praise Him. That we are genetically composed to praise God. That Jesus is the Lion of Judah, and Judah means praise. So if you are a child of Jesus, then you're a child of praise. And then it, it, it told us that God inhabits the praises of his people, that praise is the key that unlocks the presence of God, that if we activate praise, then God steps in, and uh, praise draws God's attention to you. He said praise is the gate and the key that leads into the presence of God. And then when praise goes up, then gates are lifted, oppositions are removed, and glory will flood in. He told us that it is praise that leveled the wall of Jericho. He told us that praise will launch you into abundance and mighty increase. He told us that grace will launch you into freedom, that praise commands divine attention, that praise can give you revelations instead of ordinary information. And then he, he, he told us how to praise God by showing forth his light, by making his glory known, and by being fruitful. Beautiful work, sir. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause for that young man. Then we'll go to zone number four. And the choir very good. The preacher, very good. He also started by saying we are born for a purpose and the purpose is to praise God that praise comes abundantly from those who have had an encounter with God. That we praise God to declare his majesty, to appreciate his personality and to exalt God. Then he talks about dimensions of praise, that we can praise God via singing, by singing in tongues, by evangelism, by working miracles, 
and by our lifetime. Then he talked about the absurdity of praise that is absurd as far as the carnal mind is concerned. That uh, praise is not conventional. It's beyond church, beyond praise team. That praise is a function of the heart. It's something that is personal. And that praise is not for normal people. It is abnormal people who really know how to praise God. <laughs> then he talked about the significance of praise. That God inhabits praise. That praise is a weapon of war. That God is unpredictable. When you begin to praise him, they say that's why they call him fearful in praise. You can't tell what God will do the moment you begin to praise him. He, he said that... Uh, all the men who had become great climbed to greatness via the ladder of praise. He said that if you know how to praise God, the power of God will move from potential to kinetic. Uh, if you're a mathematician, you understand what that one means. <laughs> then he talked about praise promoters. And he said praise it's a function of the knowledge of God. So knowledge of God promotes praise. Then he said another promoter of praise is the sight of God. That you can't see God and remain normal. Then he said acts of God will also promote praise. Then he talks about results of praising God. He said your problem will turn to promotion. Your test will turn to testimony. Your trial will turn to triumph, your obstacles will turn to miracles, and your attack will turn to attraction. And then he said, your, even your affliction will turn to distinction. And then he said, if you want to praise God, you must be saved and you must be consecrated. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause. I mean, this. These boys are awesome. And then, zone number two. Lord, have mercy. To start with, the choir is excellent. And then the preacher, oh my. Well, he talks about the purpose of, of God creating man is so that we can praise him. He, he told us that it is, uh, that the purpose for which something is created is determined by the manufacturer. God created you, so he determines the purpose for which he created you. And he created you, called you, so that you can bring so forth his praise. He told us that the reason God said David is a man after his own heart is because David knew how to praise God. And then he said, why should we praise God? We should praise him so that we can please him. He said, uh, and when, when your life pleases God, then you can become a walking wonder. He said, true praise must be from all your heart. Then he said, if you praise God, God will raise you. He said, if you complain, you complicate your matters. 
He said, those who murmur displease God. He said, praise is celebrating what is written. He kept on hammering that what is written supersede what is happening. That, <laughs> he said, that the fact that you are down does not mean you will remain down. That if you are down, you must do what it takes to get out. He said, if you are barren and you praise God, you will have more children than those who have got children before you. He said, your fruitfulness is proportional to your gratefulness. He said, if you praise God, God will bring down to you fearful blessings. He said, if you praise God, your prophecies will not be delayed. They will quickly be fulfilled. He said, if you want an increase, then you must give God qualitative praise. He said, uh, a life of praise will command signs. He said, if your ways please God, then your praise will please him. Well, can't you see that these people have brought us to a Bible college? <laughs> I mean, this, these people can write a PhD on praise. Let's put our hands together for all these wonderful, wonderful children. The Lord will bless all of you, and you will always have something to praise God about in Jesus' name. Well, since the great ones have spoken, I will add my own little bit. My own might not be as uh, deep as their own. Uh, These boys are very, very deep. So I will only do practical uh, since I'm an applied mathematician. But let us start with those who are here to give their lives to Jesus Christ. Very briefly, Psalm 103. From verse 1 to 5. When they were all quoting various scriptures, I was silently praying, God, don't let them remember Psalm 103. <laughs> Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles? I'm talking to those of you who are yet to surrender your life to Jesus. I want you to know you need forgiveness of your sins. And it is available to you. Forgiveness is available to you. Why? Because Psalm 130 verses 3 and 4, Psalm 130 verses 3 and 4 says, If God were to mark iniquities, who can stand? In order that your prayers and your praise might not be hindered, you need forgiveness. 
Isaiah 59 verses 1 and 2. Isaiah 59 verses 1 and 2 says, The hand of the Lord is not shortened that he cannot see, neither is he heavy that he cannot hear. But your sin will separate between you and your God, that he won't hear you. So if you, if you want God to hear you, even praising him at all, you need forgiveness. And forgiveness is available in Christ. You need healing. Because David said here, he was listing the reason why we should praise God. Forgiveness of our iniquities and healing of our diseases. You need healing. If you don't need it now, you are likely to need it one day. And believe me honestly, if you come to Jesus, there is healing in Jesus. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. First Peter 2 24 says, It is by his stripes that we were healed. After he has carried our sins on the tree, after forgiveness, healing becomes available. And then he said, he redeems our life from disruption. Redemption is available for you, and you need it. You need redemption from forces of darkness. Oh, believe me honestly, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12, Hebrews 9 verse 12 made it clear, it is not the blood of goats or sheep or calves that can bring you redemption. It is the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you are to be redeemed from forces of darkness, forgiveness is a must. And then he talks about loving kindness and tender mercies. You need the mercy of God. Every one of us need the mercy of God. Because according to Lamentation chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, Lamentation 3, 22 and 23, it is of the mercy of God that we are not consumed. It is because of his mercy that we are still alive today. And not only that, he has satisfied your mouth with good things. God has been making provision for you up to today. Oh, you may not have all you think you need, but God had made sure that you are surviving. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, Matthew 5, verse 45, that he has been giving you sunshine and rain, even though you are not yet a child of God. The sun shines on you just as it shines on those who are children of God. And then, if you consider all that God has done for you, because if you, if, you, if you can just think a little, you will know that it's not everyone born the same day you were born that's still alive today. Not everyone you went to school with is still alive today. When you consider all that God has done for you, then you should ask the question that David asked in Psalm 116, verse 12 to 14. Psalm 116, 12 to 14. He said, what shall I render 
unto the Lord. For all his goodness to me, what shall I render? He said, what I will do is, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. It is in your own interest that you take the invitation of Jesus Christ, take the cup of salvation, and call upon the name of the Lord. If you call on him, he will save your soul. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Romans 10, 13 says, If you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. But the Bible says you, you must call on him when he's near. He says, Seek the Lord when he may be found. Call on him while he's near. Isaiah chapter 55, from verse 5, verse 6 to 7. Isaiah 55, 6 to 7. Call on him for salvation and he will save your soul. And if you refuse his invitation, be sure that trouble is coming. One day, according to Proverbs chapter 1, from verse 24 to 28, Proverbs 1, 24 to 28, a time will come where you will not want to call on him. And he will answer. Because he will say, I stretch out my hand to you. I say, come to me. You refuse. I say, hey, let me save your soul. You say, I should mind my own business. He said, when your own trouble comes, then I will just be laughing at you. It's there in the word of God. Before it is too late, give your life to Jesus. Let him save your soul so that he can hear your cry whenever you call on him. Remember, according to Psalm 40, from verse 1 to 3, Psalm 40, 1 to 3, it is only those who call on God who had received an answer to their request that can sing a new song. He said, I call on him. He answered me. Then he brought me out of the merry clay, set my feet upon the rock, and then put a new song in my mouth. You can be the first to sing a new song tonight. Your new song can be, I was a sinner, now I am saved. Your own new song can be, I am rejoicing, my name has been written in the book of life. If you give your life to him tonight. And so if you are here and you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, let me pray for you that the Almighty God may save your soul, that he will forgive your sin, that his blood will wipe away all the sin you have ever committed, and then redemption become available, deliverance become available, abundance becomes available. Come to him. Oh, you are going to sing a new song tonight. The moment you surrender your life to him and your sins are washed away, oh, then you'll be able to sing that I was a sinner. I am now saved by grace. You can sing a new song, Oh, Happy Day.
if you give your life to him tonight. Surrender your life to him and he will save your soul. And things will change for the better for you. Just call on the almighty God and say, please have mercy on me, Lord. Save my soul and I will serve you for the rest of my life. I want to sing a new song, a song of salvation tonight. Please save my soul, forgive all my sins, receive me into the family of God, and I will serve you for the rest of my life. Be my Savior, be my Lord. And the rest of us, please, let's stretch our hands towards this, our new brothers and sisters, and intercede for them, that the one who saved our souls will save their own souls also. Pray for them, brethren. Intercede for them. That the Almighty God will give them genuine salvation tonight. Pray that the blood of Jesus Christ will wash away all their sins. Oh, thank you, Father. Those of you in front, cry to the Almighty God. Have mercy on me. Save my soul, O Lord. Save my soul. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father Almighty, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for these people who have come forward to surrender their lives to you. And Father, we are also remembering those who are listening to us all over the world, as many of them as have come forward, even in their living room, to surrender their life to you. Please receive them all in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that the blood that cleanses from all sins will wash away the sins of these your people, that you will save their souls and write their names in the book of life. Please receive them into the family of God. And I pray that from now on, any time they call on you, you will answer them by fire. And I pray that they will not backslide, but they will serve you for the rest of their lives, so that in the kingdom of God, none of them will be missing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Those of you who have come forward, let me hear you shout hallelujah. All right. I, I, I want to assure you that from now on, by the grace of God, I'll be praying for you. And so I'm going to need your names, your address, and your prayer requests. And the... Okay, now let's go to Psalm 34, verse 1. Psalm 34, verse 1. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
I would like you to repeat that after me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Man is created to sing. That's why you find that we have songs for every occasion. We have songs for joyful occasions. We have songs for occasions that are not so joyful. We have songs for weddings, songs for new birth. We have songs for marriage, and we have songs for death. We have songs for every situation. As a matter of fact, if you listen to the song that a man is singing, you can guess what's happening in his life. For example, if somebody has just lost a battle, the song will be, We will overcome. We will overcome. We will overcome someday. He has just lost a battle. If he has just won a battle, oh, the song will be different. Now the battle is over. Now the battle is over. Now the battle is over. I am more than a conqueror. He has just won a battle. If you hear somebody singing, <laughs> in Jesus' name, every nation bow. In Jesus' name, every nation bow. He's fighting a battle. It means the battle is hot. Those of you who are old enough, you will remember I've told you about a housemaid we had once. Anytime we're having family fellowship and we ask her to raise a chorus, our chorus was always So one day, my wife and I said, we better find out which bush is burning? And we discovered that the girl became a house help because the parents were in debt. So we decided to pay off the debt. The following day, the song changed. Oh, Tisho. <laughs> You will sing a new song tonight. (laughs) 
Like those before me have already said, if you want to draw God near, sing his praise. Because he inhabits the praises of his people. Even if the song is going to be a sacrifice, sing. Because Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 26, Jeremiah 17 verse 26 says that you could come to God with sacrifice of praise. Even if you have nothing to give, at least you can sing praises to God. Remember what one of my sons said? said, it doesn't matter what your situation may be, you can sing your way out. In Job chapter 19, verse 25, Job 19, verse 25, Job was in, in, in the most terrible situation anybody could be when he sang the song. I know my Redeemer liveth. I know my Redeemer liveth. I know my Redeemer liveth. He liveth forevermore. No matter how dark the situation like one of my boys said, God is still God. And God is on his throne. Offer sacrifice of praise. And one of my boys also mentioned Habakkuk chapter 3, from verse 17 to 19. Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19. said, even if the fig tree will not blossom, if there be no fruit in the vine, if only fail, if fields refuse to yield meat, if flocks are cut off from the fold, if there is no hand in the store, he said, yet I will praise God. It doesn't matter what is happening. Praise him. Do I hear somebody shout a big hallelujah? But like I said, because my children have done a lot of very good spade work, let, let me just spend the next few minutes to talk about how. Number one, praise him with your mouth. In Psalm 34 verse 1, Psalm 34 verse 1, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And like these boys have told us, it is not possible for you to be praising God and be complaining at the same time. When you are complaining, you are not praising. When you are murmuring, you are not praising. But David said his praise shall continually be in my mouth. No time when I will not be praising him. In Psalm 89 verse 1, Psalm 98 verse 1, he said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth. Will I make known his faithfulness unto all generations. In Psalm 35 verse 18, Psalm 35 verse 18, he said, I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. I like what one of the boys said. 
It is only the humble that know how to praise God. Humble people, they know how to praise God. Proud people, they say, what has he done? That's why you find that those of us who can sing and praise God are those, at least those of us who do it best, are those of us who are nothing. Big ones, they find it difficult to praise God. Those who are really big, they even find it difficult to laugh. They don't laugh with their mouth wide open. I told my children, my pastor, not too long ago, I said, once on one occasion, somebody invited me to a restaurant to eat, and we were eating, and some people were behind me, behind me, and I heard the way they were laughing. I said to my children, I said, the people behind me must be aristocrats, big people, because I can hear their laughter. That's how they laugh. They, they can't even laugh. So when they come to praise, they can't. They, 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 they find that no, they, they think they are demeaning themselves if they praise God. But there are those of us who know we were nothing but for God. If God didn't pick me up from the gutter, I won't be where I am today. And it is by His grace alone that I am what I am. That is why every time I say, let somebody shout hallelujah. That's why one of my songs, and, 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 and I sang that song, I can't remember when, when, was it on Monday? At the Divine Encounter. He said, I will sing unto the Lord. A joyful song I'll praise his name For the Lord is Hallelujah Sing unto the Lord A joyful song I will praise his name For the Lord is it's those who know where they are coming from. Who know how far he has taken them. That find it easy to sing a joyful song. And I know that there must be at least seven people here today. That the Lord has be good unto. And I want those seven people to join me to shout Hallelujah. So when it comes to praising God, we do it with our mouth. The second way we praise Him is with our hands. <laughs> Thank you very much. We, I, I will give you an opportunity to do that very soon. 
But you see, in Psalm 134, verse 1 to 3, Psalm 134, verse 1 to 3, he said, Come bless the Lord, ye servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the presence of the Lord, in the house of the Lord. He said, Lift up your hands. When you lift up your hands up, you know what you are doing? You are saying, I surrender. Because I was a boxer. Don't look like one now. But in those days, you see, you, you, you don't know the strength of your opponent until you get into the ring. Uh-uh. You look at these fellows there, this fellow, I will, I will. You see some people, they look thin, but they are very strong. Uh-huh. When you now get into the ring and you think you are going to knock him out in the first round, and then he gave you one on the head and you find yourself on the ground. Uh, you struggle. He knocks you down the second time. You, uh, I won't let this man kill me. If I run today, I will be able to fight tomorrow. So you raise your hands. Because the moment you lift your hand, he says, I surrender. And he must not beat you again. When you lift your hands to the Almighty God and you say you surrender to Him, nobody dares touch you. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Do you, will you lift your hands to the Almighty God and just wave it to Him? Wave, wave, wave to the Almighty God. He says, I surrender. I surrender to the Almighty God. You see, as long as you are still showing that there's nobody like you, you, you get into trouble. But when you say, Lord, I surrender. I have no strength of my own. I can't take care of myself. Then you say, okay, in that case, I will take care of you. The elders have been saying, they said, when the child lifts up his hand, you will carry the child. When you lift your hand to the Almighty God, he looks down from heaven. And he carries you in his mighty hands. And when God is carrying you in his mighty hand, let me see the devil that will come and touch you there. Wave your hand to him one more time. Just wave it to him. Wave it to him. Wave it to him. Now, in addition to waving our hand to him, thank you very much. The Bible says in Psalm 47 verse 1, Psalm 47 verse 1 says, Clap your hands, all ye people. <laughs> thank you. Thank, that, 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 that's good. That's good. You, you don't know the meaning of clapping. I will, and I will tell you today. Moment you know the meaning of clapping, you won't be clapping the way you've been doing in the past. The, oh, <laughs> just hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you know there are some people who know the Bible very well. Not like me, who I'm just learning. But there are some people who they know the original. They said when the Bible says clap your hands, it's actually saying put your enemy between your two hands and jam the hand together. (laughs) 
Is it sickness that is troubling you? Put the sickness between your two hands and jam it together. Is it barrenness that is troubling you? Put it between your two hands and jam it together. Is it poverty that is troubling you? Put it between your two hands and jam the hands together. Clap your hands. All ye people. Amen. (laughs) That's okay. Now, the, the Bible says in Psalm 98 verse 8, Psalm 98 verse 8, and if you pay the attention to the song that we sang, the special song for today, it said, the cl- floods clap their hands. Each time you are by the beach, you will see the waves coming in. And when it lands, it sounds like clapping. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 12 Isaiah 53 verse 12 He said even trees Clap their hands And you know what Clapping means The real meaning of clapping When you are clapping for Jesus Is to say I will cooperate with you I will show you how Don't worry you are going, Don't worry you are going to clap In a moment I told the elders here, those who are older ones, they will remember that one day the palm of one man's hand was wandering as they listened to birds singing. The fingers. And they said, and these birds are singing, we too want to make some music. But no matter how hard they try, Singly, no sound came. And after some time, two of them decided that they would cooperate. And the moment two of them began to cooperate, sound came. They said, if two fingers can cooperate and produce sound, what will happen if more fingers cooperate? I want you to lift your left hand. Just lift your left hand. And with one finger, tap the palm of the left hand. Just one finger. Now increase the one finger to two. Increase it to three. Increase to four. And then put everything together. Is there anybody here tonight who wants to say to Jesus Christ, I will cooperate with you? Then put those hands together. Clap your hands. All ye people. Amen. Because of time. Let, 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 let's move on quickly 
then how else can we praise God? With our legs. Legs? Oh yes. We could praise God with our legs by bowing down before him. Cutting. When they say somebody came and worshipped God, what they meant is that the fellow came and knelt down. You bow your knees, you are saying to the Almighty God, I admit that you are superior to me. In Genesis chapter 41, Genesis 41 from verse 41 to 43, Genesis 41, 41 to 43, the Bible said, Pharaoh said concerning Joseph, every one of you, when you see Joseph, bow your knees. In Psalm 95, verse 6, Psalm 95, verse 6, the Bible said, let us kneel before our maker. If you believe that God is superior to you, you bow your knees. Thank God for my people. When a woman wants to show to the husband, you are superior to me, she needs. <laughs> they don't do that much nowadays. <laughs> but they used to do that in the olden days. When you want to show to the Almighty God, I admit that you are superior to me, what do you do? You bow your knees. But there is another way by which we can use our legs to praise God, and that is by dancing. Thank you, Father. I want you to listen to me carefully because the Lord said whoever is concerned will understand. Because one day you are going to stand on this altar and testify about what I'm about to say. Daddy asked me to tell you, you will win. In Exodus 15, from verse 20 to 21, Exodus 15, from verse 20 to 21, after the crossing of the Red Sea, the Bible said, Miriam and all the women danced as they sang unto the Lord. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, from verse 14 to the end, 2 Samuel chapter 6, 14 to the end, the Bible said, David danced with all his might. He was a king. But he danced before the Almighty God. And when the wife said, How can you be dancing like this? Don't you know who you are? <laughs> I know who I am. I'm dancing before the one who made me who I am. The one who took the throne from your father and gave it to me. That's the one I'm dancing for. And he said, you haven't seen anything yet. And we dance more. In Psalm 149, from verse 1 to 3, 
Psalm 149 from verse 1 to 3, particularly verse 3, the Bible says you have to praise his name in the dance. In Psalm 150 verse 4, Psalm 150 verse 4, the Bible says you have to praise him with the timbrel and dance. Now what, what does dancing mean? All you need to do to know what it is to dance for God is learn a lesson from the dog. Ordinary animal, the dog. I'm a lover of dogs. I have many of them. But there was one particular one. We call Lady White. Both of us were in love. I loved the little girl. And she loved me. When I travel and I return, oh, you will know. Lady White will come and be dancing. And be dancing. Very little. It doesn't matter how many people are around. She will come and dance. What is she saying? You are my owner. I, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for taking care of me. I thank you for feeding me. I thank you for protecting me. When you dance for God, that's what you are saying. The Bible says in Psalm 95 verse 7, Psalm 95 verse 7, he said, he is God. We are his sheep. He's the one taking care of us. He's the one protecting us. He's the one providing for us. We dance for him. Years ago, we used to sing a song. We've not been singing it for quite a while. It has several verses. Verse 1 says, Singing praise to the Lord. Singing hallelujah. Singing praise to the Lord. Singing hallelujah. Hallelujah. Singing hallelujah. Singing praise to the Lord. Singing one of the verses, the one I like, says, Dancing unto the Lord, dancing hallelujah, dancing unto the Lord, dancing hallelujah, 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 dancing hallelujah, 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 dancing hallelujah. There are other verses, but uh, that the other verses are for probably for younger ones. Jumping on to the Lord. Jumping on. Jumping on to the Lord. Amen. Even as you are jumping, God will take you higher. But then, somebody said one thing. When David said, 
Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, how can what is inside me bless the name of the Lord? How can the liver bless him? How can the heart bless him? How can the kidneys bless him? He said, by dancing. Because when you are dancing, everything that is inside you is moving. Do I see somebody who really wants to dance a little bit for the Almighty God? Because there's only one way all that is within you can bless His holy name. Shall we sing that song one more time? Dancing unto the Lord. Dancing unto the Lord. Dancing unto Jehovah. Dancing unto the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me hear somebody shout hallelujah. You can praise him with your mouth. You can praise him with your hands. You can praise him with your legs. Everything that is within you can praise him. And then you can praise him with your whole body. By lying prostrate before him. One of my children had already quoted Revelation chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. He mentioned verse 11. We should have included verse 10. The 24 elders... They are in heaven. They fall down before the Almighty God. They take off their throne, I mean their, their crowns, and lay it down. They say to the Almighty God, We are nothing. You are the one who made us what we are. We did not deserve to wear crowns. You are the one who put the crown on our head. We are not, we shouldn't even be called elders. You are the one who made us elders. We do not deserve to be in your presence. You are the one who put us in your presence. They remove their crowns. They lay it down. They lie prostrate before they began to say, Thou art worthy. When you lie prostrate before the Almighty God, you are telling Him, there's nothing I am that is not from you. There's nothing I have that you didn't give to me. I lay everything at your feet. That's why you find that many a times when I have the opportunity to pray with the ministers, 
I lie prostrate before him. I lie prostrate before him because when I look around, when I see what God has done, when I know, when I remember that, for example, when we came to this campground, <laughs> you know, our first portion of land here was four and a half acres. Today, uh, this auditorium alone is more than four, four and a half acres. When I look around and I remember, I was here talking with one of my children not too long ago, that the first convention we had here, the dormitories, somebody called the dormitories chicken houses. Because that's what they were. When I see what he had done, and I know if I'm grateful for what he had done in the past, we have not even started. When I look at what he has done, I can look forward to what he's here to do. I lay prostrate before him. I say, Lord, I put everything at your feet. When you learn to lay prostrate before the Almighty God, you are saying to him, I brought nothing into this world. I know when I'm going, I will take nothing out. But I know I will be going to your presence where they praise you forevermore. How many of you are trusting God that one day in heaven, where they praise God without ceasing, you are going to be there? If you are going to be there, let me hear you shout hallelujah. Because the Almighty God instructed me specifically that tonight hands should be laid on everybody who came. And my time is gone. I will have to quickly rush over the other points I'm about to make. Some these children have mentioned some of them. The rewards of praising God. I will just rush over them. Number one, when you praise him, you get divine visitation. John chapter 4 from verse 23 to 24. John 4, 23 to 24. When you learn to praise him, you get miracles that shake the earth earth shaking miracles Acts 16 from verse 25 to 34 Acts 16 from verse 25 to 34 oh, thank you father Again, God is talking to someone specifically, and he said, the fellow will understand. He said, the one who planned your downfall, we watch as you are rising. And he is sinking.
Thank you, Father. God says somebody is going to sing a song. I will sing the song to you in Yoruba. Because it's a Yoruba song. I will tell you what it means. But God says somebody is going to be singing that song very soon. And the song is... Uh, before you sing it so that the others will know what it means he says the almighty God has taken the garment of suffering from me and I won't wear it again uh, so even if you don't know how to sing it just hum it along with us Let somebody shout hallelujah. You know, one of my children said that God is called fearful in praises because it's unpredictable when you are praising him. Then he asked me to tell somebody, and I believe it is me. You see, between every two days, there is a night. Between every two mountains, there's a valley. The problem with the day, particularly day of joy, is that it has a way of vanishing quickly. You're looking forward to your birthday, you've made several preparations, then the day comes, and your friends gather, and before you know it, the day is gone. But the Lord asked me to tell someone tonight. He said, I will make your day last a thousand years. Oh, thank you, my father. <laughs> so, uh, when, you, when, when you praise him, you get divine visitation. You get earth-shaking miracles. You get open doors. Prison doors are forced open. Your yokes are destroyed. Enemies become servants. Enemies are silenced. 
you get a blank check. You know, in Second Chronicles chapter one, verse six to twelve. Second Chronicles one, six to twelve. When Solomon worshipped God, and God visited him, he said, "Ask anything you want." When you praise God, and I like this, He will give you more than you can even ask for. Solomon asked for only wisdom. God said, I will give you wisdom. I will give you wealth. I will give you long life. I will give you peace. God just kept on adding. Ah, thank you, Father. I wish I could just keep on preaching, but we have to... (laughs) We have to cut it off so that we can have time to praise him. Thank you, my father. Again, I believe this one is for me. And God said, I should tell somebody here tonight, he said, I will have mercy on you. I want to stop by daddy is still speaking. Daddy said there's someone here tonight. He said, very soon your middle name will be Miracles. <laughs> we will continue with the preaching next time. I want you to stand up on your feet. I want you to praise God on your own. You know, there's one way we used to do it in the olden days. When, when the Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. There's a way we did it. What we did then was, I would think of a song. You would think of your own song of praise. You'll be singing your own, I'll be singing my own. When we combine it all, it will become a joyful noise to the Lord. So think of a song of praise to the Almighty God. Sing a song to him, to a song that we glorify his holy name. Just sing unto the Lord. I don't say come to the altar, just stay where you are and sing unto the Lord. Sing, sing unto him. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He said, I, I, I will sing unto the Lord. A joyful song. I will praise his name. For the Lord is good. The Lord is good. I will sing unto my God. A joyful song. I will praise his name. For the Lord is good. Oh, yes. I'm singing because my name has been written. I'm singing because I'm born again. I'm singing to the King of Kings, singing to the Lord of Lords, singing to the Ancient of Days. Singing, singing, 
singing unto the Lord. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I will sing unto the Lord a joyful song. I will praise his name for the Lord is good. I will sing unto the Lord a joyful song. I will praise his name for my Lord is good. of your life, you will have something to sing about. And beginning from this very night, your dancing has just started. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So, very quickly, let's take our Thanksgiving offering. And with that Thanksgiving offering, you are going to ask God for anything special that you want Him to do for you in the month of June. When God is praised, He shows up. He's here tonight. And it's going to do something very special in your life. So once you've taken your offering, you stand on your feet. And you tell him exactly what you want him to do for you before the end of June. Please make it specific so that when it is done, you will know it is already done. So you stand, you lift your offering to him. And you tell him what you want him to do for you this particular month. You have just two minutes to talk to him about that. So go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. Tell him what you want him to do before the end of the month of June. By the time you return in July, you will already have your testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In the name that's above every other name, I hereby decree, your request shall be granted. My God will not wait till the end of the month. Before Sunday morning, your request shall be granted. And the miracle shall be permanent. Your joy will never cease. Your joy shall be multiplied. You will really have cause to praise his name. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 
Now we are going to dance to the nearest basket and drop your offering. Uh, I hope the band is ready. Over to you. Who is greater than Jehovah, Lord divine? There is no one greater than Jehovah, Lord divine. Who is greater than Jehovah, Lord divine? There is no one greater than Jehovah, Lord divine. Excellent, excellent Jehovah. Have a love, Jehovah. There is no one greater than Jehovah. Excellent Jehovah, Father Lord Jehovah. There is no one greater than Jehovah, Lord Divine. Who is greater than Jehovah, Lord Divine? There is no one greater than Jehovah, Lord Divine. Who is greater than Jehovah, Lord Divine? There is no one greater than Jehovah. concerning you is that all will be well. Father, we want to bless your holy name once again. 
Thank you for another glorious night. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Please, Lord, bless the offerings of your children. Sanctify it. Use it for your glory. And please, Lord God Almighty, don't let your children ever lack again. Father, in your name I decree again, all your children who are tenants now, very soon let them become landlords. And don't let the landlords ever become tenants. As your children will be going, Father, please go with them. Protect them. Prosper them. Stand by them. Promote them. Let their joy always overflow. And forever, Lord, let them have something to sing about. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Well, who got the biggest miracle tonight? Let me hear you shout the biggest hallelujah. <laughs>